into the hype cast nebraska oh and five northwestern something and something else three and two two and three two and three all right well look at that another team of a losing record nebraska gets an opportunity to add to the win column which they've had five chances and zero successful ones i'm mike shaver joined by brian christopherson michael brunts it is a fake friday because we are taping this because those two are headed up to evanston for the weekend Gentlemen, what is your level of hype for this game? Is it a full 10 out of 10? Is it a 1 out of 10? Are you above a 3? Let the people know. I'm going to say this, and this just isn't a... I'm not saying this just to make a, take a shot at Pat Fitzgerald, but I, I always enjoy the, the Northwestern matchups. It's always full of drama. Um, Nebraska's always played well at Northwestern. Northwestern's always played well at Nebraska. I'm expecting a close game. Uh, probably with Northwestern using a silent snap count in its own stadium, per usual. But uh, I, w- I would say I'm about a 7 out of 10 for this game, which, you know, I guess was probably a little bit higher than what I was for last week's game. 6. Solid 6 out of 10. Get to go to Chicago. I actually like Ryan Field. It's an intimate setting. It's like watching Nebraska play at a glorified Seacrest Field kind of. And I like this place. I'm going to disparage it now <laughs> with bad turf. Yeah. yeah, we'll get into that. Okay. But we'll, yeah, we'll get into that. I'm, so, I'm ready. I'm ready for this. It'll be a close game within a touchdown, too. Oh, wow. Is that your bold prediction coming out already? No, 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 no. Okay. So you've got another bold prediction stored away. I'm coming up with one right now in my head. <laughs> we will revisit Thanks for that. reminding me, though. As always, at the, the end of the hype cast where we give our predictions. Where, uh, you know, lately we've been rolling because Nebraska's been losing and we've been predicting it. Brian's won his last three predictions. I have. By just picking against Nebraska every time. It's a good strategy this year. All right. Well, the Huskers had a game against Wisconsin. Adrian Martinez played well. Do you see his play continuing? I mean, this is back-to-back games, Purdue-Wisconsin. He's put up some pretty good numbers. Do you see this continuing now against Northwestern? Uh, yeah, I think I think he can keep up the pace. You know, the the big key for him is um, he had a few plays in that Wisconsin game which he got away with, which would have turned the narrative a lot on his performance. Like there's two or three throws that easily could have been picked in that game, and if he had that on his stat sheet, I don't think we'd be looking at it quite the same way we are now. But I mean, everything about this guy through the four games we've seen him play. Um, is impressive to me for his age, really, for most anybody's age. He's playing the position at a solid level. The only thing I wish he'd do a little bit more of, and he's going to need to in games like this where it's going to be close, is there's these plays sometimes where he just tries to make something happen when it's dead, and he runs out of bounds five yards behind the sticks when he could throw it away. Just just some brain freezes occasionally, which he needs to overcome. The counterpoint to your uh, very solid point, because there, there probably should have been a couple interceptions for Wisconsin, he also would have thrown well over 500 yards if Nebraska's offensive line wouldn't have committed penalties every time on third down, whether it was the Maurice Washington throw, whether it was to J.D. Spielman on the potential phantom block in the back, whether it was another third down conversion. I think you add those yards up, he probably over 500 yards, uh, which is remarkable. To me as well. I mean, what he was trying to do last week, 
uh, in the you know against a Wisconsin defense where that was the way Nebraska wanted to attack. He made him and Maurice Washington made and Spielman made that crowd crowd groan in the second half. I mean, even though Wisconsin had a firm grip on the game, you could tell the home fans there were like, "Geez, can we stop these guys?" You know, there was an annoyance that was growing. All right, he mentioned J.D. Spielman. Bruns is J.D. Spielman the best player on the field Saturday? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think, and I think what Nebraska needs to get more from Spielman that they did last year and they haven't this year is just his his ability to move the chains on third down. I mean, he was basically automatic last year uh, when Nebraska was on third downs. Hasn't been this year. I think he's only got two or three catches on third down. That have counted. That have counted, yeah. Um, so I, I, I think he's going to be, once again, a big piece of what, you know, that Nebraska needs. I mean, maybe something in the in the punt return game, too. I mean, this is one of those close games where field position matters. I mean, it matters every week, but especially, uh, you know, when you're looking at probably like a three-point spread. So I I think, you know, he, he is. I think he is the best player on the field for Nebraska, and they have to f- continue to find ways to get him involved. And, you know, I, I think he can be a real tough matchup uh, for a team like Northwestern, whenever you're having to factor in Maurice Washington, Stanley Morgan Jr., Adrian Martinez's ability to run with the ball. The other big thing in this game, and I, I think that this sets up really well for Nebraska, and uh, we'll get into more of it with the, the predictions later on, but I, I think that playing a team like Northwestern that is going into the game as close to one-dimensional as possible on offense really plays well. I mean, we saw Colorado, the best game Nebraska's played this year, maybe defensively and offensively combined, was Colorado. And Northwestern's a pretty similar team in that they're not going to be able to just just run the ball at will. They're averaging 77 yards a game. They lost their starting running back early in the season. Uh, I believe his career is over. And they don't have a lot of answers in their run game. And, yes, they beat Michigan State last week with their leading rusher having 12 yards. But it's going to be tough to perform week in and week out. And Nebraska's got the ability to, if they can take away what little Michigan State wants to run, I think they have the ability to get after Clayton Thorson with the pass rush and make it a pretty interesting game. I mean, I am I wrong? Am I grasping at straws a little bit here? But I, I really think you get rid of that run game, it plays into what Nebraska wants to do anyways. I think we're going to find out in this game how good Nebraska's corners really are. Um, you know, we've seen a little bit more rotation. You've seen Eric Lee in the mix, Lamar Jackson. Uh, you know, Northwestern didn't do much against Michigan State except chuck the ball all over the place. If that group can hold up, I mean, maybe you see a little bit of Cam Taylor in the nickel. Um, you know, I, I think that's a pretty good-looking picture for Nebraska in this game. The – thing you kind of worry about I think and, and we've seen in the past is you know can Clayton Thorson get out and run a little bit um, you know we've seen other quarterbacks this year do that against Nebraska when they haven't been disciplined with rush lanes uh, that's one other factor I think that is going to be a big one for Nebraska's defense if, if you know when you get into third and long can you keep the quarterback from leaking out and picking up those third downs because that's, that's been you know an issue for this defense all year to, to be able to handle those things. Yeah, this this needs to be a get-well game for the front seven. I feel like they've kind of 
lost a little bit of their mojo from the first couple of weeks. You know, if you go after the Troy game, the way we were talking about this defense was completely different. Even though they were 0-2, I think there was kind of a promising feel about that group, and it's just disappeared since the Michigan game. And part of that's the competition. You've played Michigan. You've played Purdue, who's really good on offense, um, and, and then Wisconsin, obviously. So those are tough tasks. But I think your point about Northwestern being one-dimensional is uh, important here because I I expect some sacks to come in this game. Those kind of disappeared, and I think you know they had five against Colorado. I could see a number like that again on Saturday. Do you think they have to bring it? So this is where I think the most interesting thing in the whole game is to me. Can they get those sacks with just straight four or three, three to four guys rushing? Or do they have to be exotic with blitzes? Because I feel like when Nebraska blitzes – one, they don't get home very often. And two, it really stretches their secondary. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if they have to blitz a lot against Northwestern, they're going to get killed on it. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's still the, the question mark that's been kind of haunting Nebraska since, what, Randy Gregory left? Where yeah. who, Who's that guy? But I think can... they've gotten better four-man pass rush this year than they have in recent years. I, I think I think they have because they but their middle linebacker blitzes have been just a straight zero. Right, they've got nothing from their middle linebackers, and they've gone to that well often. And those blitzes are slow, delayed, or just they don't get anywhere close to home. Right, and I, I think if you move those guys out of the middle, one it opens up what Brunts talks about with potential for Clayton Thorson to hurt you running, and two it brings a tight end in the middle of that field what the d-line did really well the first week and hasn't as much since then is it played as a unit that where you know they got those sacks the one sack who who had the big hit was it khalil Khalil davis Davis. yeah that was a thing of beauty because that was like a four-person sack really the way it operated gifford forced him. yeah it was it was just that that's just like great team football and we haven't seen that as much where one guy uh, basically gets the assist for another guy. That's just kind of disappeared a little bit, and that's got to reappear. One other thing that I, I want to get into real quickly, actually two things. First, and, and he was mentioned, uh, I believe, by Brian a little bit ago, do you anticipate that this could be a Maurice Washington breakout game? Or did that happen last week against Wisconsin? I think we got teased to it. Yeah. But I, I think there's appetizer. I think there's more. It's like, yeah, the appetizer's a good little amuse bouche. I, I would throw <laughs> out there with the way that Ryan Held talked about him. I don't know how much Scott Frost said on Monday and and Troy Walters on Wednesday, but the way that Ryan Held talked about him, you get the sense that they are itching to really kind of turn him loose sooner than later. And uh, I wouldn't be surprised if that sooner is Saturday, on the uh, you know weaving through the jungle, even in or, that grass, Ryan Field. I don't think they're worried about the grass slowing down Maurice Washington. Ryan Held says they have to play in the grass, too. <laughs> That's he actually said. That. Everybody's got to play in this grass. Yeah, yeah. everybody's playing in so, the jungle. It's, uh, he, doubled I, his, he doubled his snap total yeah. Saturday. He, he had been getting about 20 a game, Maurice Washington. He got about 40. And I noticed Troy Walters actually said, you know, they don't, they don't want to overwork him. And basically he was saying you don't want to put too much on his plate. And I saw Maurice Washington on – Social media was like, overwork? Question mark. Like He clearly wants to be out there as much as possible. But the thing that's interesting is how they want to use him isn't necessarily as a straight running back. Mm-mm. They, I think you, you could see both he and Devine in on the same play, and he's split out. 
or in motion more this week than what we've seen at all this year. And that really interests me. Like, Nebraska's 0-5. Sign me up for for things that interest me at this point. Like, the uh, the J.D. Spielman third down conversion against Wisconsin where they set that play up with him going in motion. Like, it was a perfectly scheme. Like, at this point, those are the things that I'm kind of excited about. We need to do, like, a things that interest Mike Schaefer, and you can give, like, the thumbs up or thumbs down, yeah, like I, Russell Crowe and Brad be, Gladiator. He just wants great, Nebraska football to be like that owner that just, like, dangles shiny things in the face of a cat. It's like, <laughs> fine. <laughs> oh, he's can, not pawing at Jonathan Taylor running 75 yards on no. touch through the middle of the defense. Nope. But, uh, yeah, I, I fully expect more Maurice Washington this week. I mean, that uh, that was going to be my bold prediction, but I, I couldn't contain it. I was, I <laughs> you couldn't wanted, even keep that I in I wanted to get it out there. You were just pawing at it. I was worried. I, sometimes I go last. I figured Bruns would be like, yeah, Maurice Washington's going to get like 37 touches. And I needed to get in front of that. Okay. He's been right lately. Yeah, I'm back, to, I'm back to back. So, And then the last thing I want to bring up real quickly, Nebraska, a couple changes on special teams. you have any thoughts on this? Well, I mean, you had, I, I think you had to do something at punter. I mean, I, I think Caleb Lightborn has been great in the past. Something's not right there this year. And Nebraska's just been, been getting killed in field position this all year. I mean, it, it's all of the special teams, but it feels like the punt unit has shared a, a pretty large responsibility for the, the struggles they've had. So I think you had to do it. Caleb's a great great kid and i wouldn't write the old bit on him as a punter by any means but it's you can tell by the way scott frost talks about it it's clear that they've talked over and over again with him we got to get this ball to the sideline it's got to be positioned here because he frost keeps bringing it up well when you kick it right down the center and you can tell there's just like this frustration with why does this keep happening isaac armstrong only got two punts they were great punts probably a lot of adrenaline too uh, the first one was just a moonshot. The second one, though, was a thing of beauty of what they're talking about because it was a big shot and it was also angled toward the sideline. It was just inside the twenty. You, you can't return that thing. All right. Well, it is now the part of the show where I ask BC which position he would like to be in for the predictions. First, I'll go second, first. or third. I'll go first today. He's going first. He wants to get ahead he of runs too. He wants the ball and he wants to score. <laughs> Give me the ball. All right, Tim Hasselbeck, what uh, what do you got for this weekend? A, a bold prediction? Yeah, let's or? go bold prediction first. Okay. Score prediction second. I think Stanley Morgan. Is, we hadn't mentioned in this whole hype yeah, cast. I think, and this is my point, everybody right now is on the other guys. Let's not forget Stanley Morgan's really good at football too. And I think he'll have a huge day. I think he's going to have like a 125-yard day. Wow. I think there's going to be a lot of attention on Spielman, on Washington, and and Stan the man is going to emerge. So 125 is your number? 125. Put me down for a 125-plus. Do those 125 yards lead to points and potentially a Nebraska victory, Brian? Uh, I said I wasn't going to pick them until <laughs> they won a game. Oh, he's picking them. But backtrack. I did. You hear that noise? Beep, beep, <laughs> beep. It's much higher pitch than that. Um, Nebraska thirty-one, Northwestern twenty-seven. I I picture this scene where Nebraska wins in front of a half Husker crowd, where half the stadium is red, 
And it's going to be like they won a championship. It will be if they win. Like, because the streak will be over. There'll be this feeling like, okay, they got Minnesota and Bethune Cookman. Like, they can go on this little run. You're going to see guys slapping them, you know, going up into the stands afterward and slapping fans. It's going to be a real love fest. <laughs> I just have this scene in my head that I can't break, and that's why I think it's going to happen. All right. And the score was? 31 to 27, Nebraska. Victor. One and five. Brunts, do you want to go second or do you want to go last? I'll let you go next. All right. Well, my bull prediction, I will stay with uh, Maurice Washington. I think that he has a touchdown receiving and a touchdown rushing. Whoa. He combo meal, if you will, for Maurice Washington in his breakout game. And I like Nebraska to win on Saturday, but I think it's going to be a pretty high-scoring game. Shootout? In that grass? Yeah. I, I really do, though. I, I think that it's going to be a, uh, let's say, 36-30 Nebraska victory. Wow. With Maurice Washington having fries and onion rings in his combo meal. <laughs> Fringing it up. Yeah. Uh, I, so I, I think that Nebraska's defense is going to maybe put it together a little bit on, on Saturday. I'm going to predict two turnovers forced by Nebraska's defense. Which in the first half? No. In whole, the first quarter. Whole game. On the first two possessions. This is a – what, four, I believe, is how many they forced? They're going to they're gonna get they're gonna be at six after this game. <laughs> Look out. Uh, and I, I'm going to go the other way from you guys, and I'm going to say that I think, I think Northwestern squeaks out a very narrow victory – in front of a lukewarm crowd at, at Ryan Field. I'm going to say Northwestern 30, Nebraska 28. Hmm. So a cover, but a Northwestern win. All right. Well, there you have it. BC reverses his position. Brunts sets up Nebraska fans for excitement and then delivers a Northwestern uh, victory in his prediction. And I think Maurice Washington has a big game. Hmm. We'll all probably be down. wrong because that's how this season has been. I don't know how that'll work exactly. It could be a 10-7 game in overtime maybe. Maybe that's what it'll be on Ryan Field. But uh, we'll have more with the podcast on Wednesday. As always, check out Husker247.com. Post-game coverage, recruiting stuff, all the great things that you can get over the weekend. We'll catch you next week.